My name's Josh Groban, and this is my absolute favorite product. Gary and Braden are friends with ideas. Terrible ideas. When the phone rings, it's a special kind of conversing. Here you are. You're invited to listen in. So please lay your fears. Lend us your ears. When you get that itch, the pitch. Bring Cameron. Gary Butterfield here. Gary Butterfield. Tastes just like you remember. Yeah, you know, I was uh, uh, listening to the radio to those, like, commercials about electronic cigarettes. And uh, sure. you know me, I love gadgets. So I've mm-hmm. t- been thinking about taking up smoking because, you know, like that, that song, you know, that like, feels like the first time really appeals to me, uh, mm-hmm. a non-smoker. Yeah, I I got addicted to nicotine gum. Oh, like, really? Like, just went directly straight to the gum. Oh. I like chewing gum. Okay. I like the taste of nicotine, strangely enough. Okay. So it seemed like a natural fit. Do they have, like, menthol nicotine gum? Huh? I just take a piece of double mint and a piece of uh, nico mint and put them in my mouth, and it kind of makes the same thing. And just a big swig of mouthwash? <laughs> yep, I just wash it down with a cool gulp of mouthwash and uh and then uh vomit that's yeah, how i keep my felt figure oh losing some weight yeah yeah uh nicotine gum we're not smoking around it's here for chew <laughs> uh, yeah that's good but you won't believe that you won't take a smoke on this toke of smoke <laughs> Go get some Chute Sweet. Chute Sweet. It's the tooth. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually not what I, what I called you about. One of the things about when uh, we have these business calls is I always had to put away my nicotine gum. I don't like it, my Nico Mint. Um, oh, why, why that's okay. That? Uh, because it makes up Oh, sure, yeah. noise. Yeah. Uh, and I figure I want to be courteous to you and, and dot, dot, dot. Um... Sure. Okay. That's, that's not why I called. Um, I had a I had a great idea. I want to run it by you. Okay. Because I had a, a, a revelation. I had an epiphany. Um, the other day, um, I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out. So I was, my my uh, my youngest, uh, Joshy J Junior. Um, uh-huh. he he's been budging, uh, bugging me. He's like, you know, Dad, cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Come to my little league game real soon. And and I and I'm saying, uh, look, I've got a lot of business. Look at me hold a cell phone. I don't have time. But eventually, right. he convinced me to go. And well, let me just, uh, and just I just cut in here for a second. This is Josh J. Jr., who's already an aspiring MC. Is that correct? Indeed. Yeah. And uh, it's it's funny they bring that up. I, I don't want to I don't want to tell you my idea yet. But there's a a bit that uh, his MC training has been going better because of one specific product. Oh. I want to run by you. Um, but what happened was I, I was going to go to the, the Lily game. I spent all afternoon trying to figure out which sword I wanted to bring. And mm-hmm. uh, ended up getting in there like the seventh inning uh, stretch and, and didn't get in in time. 
but I, I have this realization, so it all ended up being worth it, um, is that basically there are two kinds of swords. Sure. Right? I mean, I don't know if you've thought about that, but like two kinds of swords, business swords and pleasure swords. Huh. No, I hadn't really considered it, but I think you're right. I mean, if you're really going to break it down, there are just the two kinds, business and pleasure. Mm-hmm. And, and if I had known, if I had had these categorized and marketed to me correctly, I would have instantly known which sword to bring. I would have got just taken a, you know, I would have looked at my, my, my pleasure sword rack stack and just mm. grabbed one of my, uh, you know, my fun time blades and hit the diamond. Sure, but instead, yeah. I, I, I was just staring at my collection indecisively. And, uh, you know, Joshy J. Jr. is probably going to end up in, uh, you know, some kind of therapy. Yeah, I mean, you've organized your swords by alphabet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah, but... I organized my swords by the size of the first letter. Yeah. yeah. So you end up having your, your capital B broadsword uh, in front of your lowercase b broadsword. Right. Um. Yeah, because that one starts in the middle of a sentence. (laughs) Yes, exactly. The uh, uh, um, and then and then you have your named broadsword with the like fifteen point Pika Jokerman font for its name at the top of that list. Um, But you know those all seem those are the old ways of organizing swords. I want to talk to you about organizing and marketing swords in a brand new way by business or by pleasure. Well, Gary, as you know, I'm a big fan of swords, swordsmanship, swordcraft, and stabbings. So I'm very interested in hearing how what what you have in in mind. I, th- I thought you were. I was. I logged into my World of Swordcraft account, and uh, I'd seen you logged over 300 hours. Yeah, I'm really this week. into that. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, sometimes I have a lot of conference calls, and I leave it on. I'm not necessarily mm. playing, you know. Sure. Are you playing right now, Brayden? No, 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 no. I always turn everything off because this is business time when you call. It is business time, but it's also swords, a pleasure time. You know, swords of Swordcraft is a little bit too pleasure for me, even though it's sword-related, and I consider that kind of my business. It's a business expense. I, I chalk up my Swords of Swordcraft account as a business expense as well because uh, it's research for this new marketing endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking, let's say you are a busy executive on the go, just graduated from theater school in New York, and you're ready to go head up a business meeting. Maybe maybe there's a girl that I like. Her name is Fancy. And I right, want to take you to like a gazebo. She's a shareholder in your heart. And okay. and you need to you need to go and uh and check out and see if she's got the correct dividends for your uh Excel and your PowerPoint. Right? Sure. I think that you, you know, would need the Execucalibur business sword. It's a oh. legendary business sword for a legendary profit margin. Wow, yeah, named right after that sword uh, from the... Um, oh, damn. Disney's Sword in the Stone. Yeah, that comes from the uh, that Warren Buffett book, The Art of Stock Arbitrage, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and he knows that, you know, the secret to stock arbitrage is to uh, stock softly, but carry a big sword. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's a great, great name. What else you got, Gary? I would like to hear some more of these business swords. Well, let's say, let's, let's flip the other side of the coin. Like, let's say uh, Fancy 
agrees for you to make a hostile takeover of her love. And uh, you you go and, you know, you guys are going to go see your old theater troupe back in business school. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why you might, uh, you know, you want to bring a sword, you want to be unarmed for that. So you bring your Zweekend Zweander. Oh, I see. This is the, you know, everybody's working for the weekend sword. Yeah, everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody's swinging for this weekend. Zweander. It's a two-handed sword, but you only need one because the other hand is having too much fun. Yeah, the other hand's got, is around um, Fancy's ample bosom. Yeah, around her, in and around her bosom area. <laughs> I don't really know how it works. I'll be honest with you. It's, uh, I've been logging in a lot of hours of sword and swordcraft, and it's taken up a lot of my time. Um, and if you're going to have your hand in and around Fancy's bosom area, you want to make sure that she's not uh, concealing a stag dagger in there. Pleasure sword just for girls. Uh, when your eyes say, come hither, but your dagger says, no way, Jose. That's really good, Gary. That's really good. Okay, let me... Let me see if I, I, I'm understanding the concept here. Let me try to lay one out on you. Okay. Lay a scenario uh, okay. on me. So you are um, you are a college grad, just finished theater school. You're in New York. You're uh, wanting to be an advertising executive. You've got uh, someone that you're into. Her name's Fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a, an ample bosom with a stag dagger in it. Mm-hmm. But you need to impress the people uh, that you're working with. And you know one sure. of them is a big fan of uh, the uh, Eastern-style sword, you know, the, the Japanese-style sword. So you bring in the Innovation Ayato. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can cut the competition in half with the Innovation Ayato. Your business skills are as sharp as your blade. It's an accurate acumen with the Innovation Ayato. You land the big Johnson account, right? Yeah. The, the t-shirt yeah, company, you mean? And you want to take Fancy out for uh, a great uh, weekend. You go and grab the Beach Blanket Broadsword. That that sounds like a great idea. Like, you're hanging out on the beach. Somebody tries to kick sand in your face to make a point. You say, not on my watch, Jose. And you pull out your broadsword right out of the sand. Yeah. You lay down on your big bed full of Big Johnson t-shirts with Fancy. You want to send your sword right into her underneath sheet, but you find out she has a garter greatsword, and she says, no way, Jose, not until you put a ring on it. A glamdring? Yeah, a garter glamdring, a glamorous glamdring. <laughs> the only named garter greatsword. Uh, approved by Betty Friedan. Yeah. Uh, okay, Gary, Legendary me... Swordmaster, Eddie Fernand. Gary, okay. uh, what other, what other I... swords you got on your plate? I know you come with a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we, we form, sometimes business relationships are like a capital H, where they just have this money between them. But you and I form a capital A, where we lean on each other and complete one another. And that's why I knew that you'd be interested in this. So let's say uh, you're, you're talking to your Japanese business friends. You've already landed the Big Johnson account, but you want to get the Big Dogs account. And you want to corner the market on shirts for uncles, right? If an uncle's wearing a shirt, you want a piece of that action because uncles are the fastest growing family segment in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone's sisters are having kids. I don't know if you knew this. A uh, little bedtime reading from you from Checkbook. Yeah, I've um, been thinking about that for a while. 
So, but this time, your, your Japanese friends, they can't make it all the way over. You got this time difference. You're having a webinar. You're sitting around with, with your, your multi-line phone system. And uh, this is a really appropriate situation for the conference katana. Oh, very nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, you get the conference katana. It helps you talk to people across the globe uh, while hiding a sword within your grove robe. Because it's a conference call and you don't have to wear a suit. And well, I mean, if, yeah, and if you're doing business uh, in Japan, it might be a grobono. Yeah, a grobono or a business kimono. Yeah. It's a dual illusion system. So, so you get the uh, the big big dog's account, and uh, your shirts are now telling everybody who is farting. Like you are wearing the clothes that inform other people about the fart status of others, and uh, you go home to Fancy. You now live with Fancy. You live in a mansion made of big Johnson shirts, more or less, and uh, you want to show her a real good time. Like you have a lot of money, you want to head to the uh, maybe to the opera. Okay. Right? Um, and rather than having to spend all night deciding what sword is appropriate for the opera, you just reach for your classy Claymore. That's, because that's it. it. Yeah, the Claymore is the classiest of all the swords to begin with, but now you've got the classy Claymore, classier still. Claymore with Claymore, with the classy uh-huh. Claymore. Nice. That's genius, Gary. Genius. Thank you. Thank you. Man, that's good. I don't know if I can top that, but let me think about it for a minute. Okay, okay. You, uh, oh, this is good. We're in a digital age now, right? You maybe mm-hmm. aren't always on conference calls. You're, you're using Skype or you're using some sort of, uh, instant meeting, live meeting sort of technology, right? Yeah. Uh, so you want to use the EEP, which is a fencing mm-hmm. sword specifically for an e business. That sounds awesome. Like you get out your Etsy account mm-hmm. you know you're you're and uh and you have a, a sword just for that for ebiz yeah and since you're you know you're running your your etsy uh you're putting you're making doilies you're putting lace on mm-hmm. everything why not also use the lace mace oh branching out into other melee weapons yeah branch branching out a little bit yeah you got a That's lace mace brilliant mm-hmm because America is a sword country. This country was raised, built, and will be ultimately destroyed by swords. But there are indigenous people who came along, I don't want to alarm you, before uh, Christopher Columbus came over, and they used all kinds of weapons. They used maces, spears, mm-hmm. guns, any number of things, and we just kind of sorted them around. But what do you, you know, if you want to pay tribute... We can use some of those other melee weapons and pay tribute to America's harsh culture of future and past. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if anything, even though we as a culture are just about swords in America, Mm -hmm. we are a diverse culture and we're willing to accept the usage of other melee weapons. A mace, a morning star, you know, um, a spear, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh and if if and and then you you know you go home to fancy that night and you pair uh your lace mace with her male flail, if you know Ooh. what I mean. And uh the two of you create uh, many baby bouncing ball and chains. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's very good. So you're talking about a whole line of pleasure swords 
or pleasure weapons, as it were, for kids, too. Yeah, for babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Good. absolutely. I mean, um, you know, we, we got the uh, the morning starter. It is a, mm-hmm. a morning star specifically designed to be baby's first melee weapon. Okay. Um, we got the uh, uh, the diaper daiachi, which is a uh, Japanese sword-sounding thing that is specifically for kids in their diapers. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. And then the bastard sword, which is a sword specifically for babies worn out, born out of wedlock. Oh, sure. The ones that you don't send up into space on the bastardoid. Oh, before we move on, there's also the Goo Goo Gladius. The Goo Goo Gladius for little <laughs> Greek babies. <laughs> or any they, babies. They, we have they, a diverse they, culture. The culture won't let them, but if they could, they'd circumcise themselves with the Goo Goo Gladius. Let's say, uh, you know, you uh, are meeting some Japanese business people at the top of the Empire State Building. You get there... And you uh, you want to sell them your stock in Big Dogs and Big Johnsons. And uh, because of this, you bring your sales saber. Mm-hmm. However, uh, you get there, what what happens? Oh, well, they're, they're probably only there for the weekend. They want to have a good time, right? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you think you're there for business, but they're going to throw one of their legendary Japanese surprise parties. Good thing you brought the Saturday Scimitar and the Sunday Shoto. Oh, good! You're bringing a, you're bringing an arsenal for any situation. Yep, it comes as part of our six S pack, which is hard to say, but it comes with the sales saber, the Saturday scimitar, and the Sunday shotel. Very impressive. Say, which is the sound of your blade coming out of its sheath? Yeah, and not the underneath sheath, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, you want to keep it in there. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um. Okay, I like where this is going. So let me let me let me try something else for you here. You're mm-hmm. meeting with these Japanese businessmen. They're on the mm-hmm. Empire State Building. Um, you want to hit them. One of them in particular is going to set up your website for your Coed Naked T-shirt line. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you give him the Webmaster Sword as a gift. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's uh, dangerous to, to code alone. Take this. Mm-hmm. Take this. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, he'll probably have to get it forged two or three times to really get, yeah. to get it to mm-hmm. where it needs to be. But, yeah, the Webmaster Sword. And then you guys just go have a party when the site's all set up. You get you break out the Relax Axe. The Relax Axe. That's, that's, that's amazing. It's diverse. I love it. The uh, one of the things you, you mentioned a little bit earlier, um, you know, uh, Joshy J Jr. was super upset that I missed most of his little league game, and uh, I said, "Listen, kids, shut up!" Because while I was missing your game, I was innovating. And uh, here, check this out. And I gave him a rap master rapier. Oh, because he's the tiny MC. He's the tiny MC, and he's here to say that he's stabbing things and not his dad. Who's me? He's just—he's real into smart girls. Dead to death smart girls. He—he is—he is into smart girls, um, and he can rap about it because mm-hmm. the rap master right here uh, plays a backing track of uh, of hardcore hip hop. Um, Lou reads the original rapper and Beach Boy samples for you to improv over while you're trying to score points and foil your foes with your foil. 
Is there any way to get the uh, rapping Freddy Krueger, the rapping Rodney, or the rapping Bud Bundy uh, included in the uh, Rap Master Rapier? There's a simple switch. And you just flip the switch. Flip the switch. Just flip the switch and make the sword your bitch. <laughs> Rap and rapier. <laughs> this advertising campaign needs work. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't like I don't like the derogatory terms there, but yeah. I, I don't like it. it either. It's part of the culture though. Like if we're gonna respect sword diversity, we have to expect rap respect rap diversity. Touche. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Point Brayton. <laughs> Thank you. This is great, Gary. I am 100% on board, as always. You have uh, basically brought me a gold mine of swords. Yeah, a sword mine. Um, speaking of which, I, I could use a little help a little bit later on Swords of Swordcraft, because um, I'm, I'm going on a raid to the sword mines. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we, your... can, we can log on. I'll bring out uh, Thogdar, the, the Crushinator, the, and then the, we'll the make it happen. The Executive Squire. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that that would be great, and I'll bring out um, Chromax Mailroom Lancer. Yeah, you really spearhead that outgoing, ingoing mail, don't you? Yeah, I only use action verbs. Um, so yeah, so um, let's let's get let's do that a little bit later on tonight. I, I've got to go. I've got a lot of swords to sharpen with my Wall Street web, whetstone. Nice. Okay, I will leave you to it, Gary. Thank you for calling, and uh, grobe night to you, my friend. Grobe night. Regulators, whatever the one, the song, the rap song ends with, hey, 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 smoke weed every day. Yeah, that's not Regulators. I don't know what that song uh, is. A rap song about smoking weed. Is it called Because I Got High by Afro Man? <laughs> nope. Afro Man.